0: What, what, what? Happy, happy hour. Come on, the fabulous Nina West. Hello. Ru- yeah. Drag Race is here. Hello. Hello. Thanks <laughs> for having me. What an honor. <laughs> this is my morning show drag, because we're not <laughs> doing this at regular happy hour time. So um, you are the hottest thing. See, first of all, like you're like the, the, the rage of everywhere, but because we're political nerds here, mm-hmm. because AOC, <laughs> who's yeah, our I rock know. star, right. yes. our political rock star, is... Loves you, right? Has been tweeting. We have the we just have to hear this. This is the first of all, between you getting DM'd by Rihanna, <laughs> pardon us. <laughs> this is from RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: Here's- I am so sad. I mean, I don't want to do spoilers, but oh, uh, well, again, no spoilers. But to the queen that went home this week, just know how important you are to the bigger picture and I'm so proud of you and your fundamental kindness and goodness and I'm just really looking forward to watching you grow and you're amazing and I'm sad but I'm excited for you Wow
0: Wow um, and yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I well, first of all I know it takes you three hours to do your makeup so that's why you didn't
2: cry <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it was, yeah, it is uh, so overwhelming when you um, are put, first of all, into kind of the spotlight and have this moment. Yeah. I'm having a moment right now. And uh, the and someone that you love and respect who's done so much for the community that you're in and right. a part of um, and is using your voice for everybody.
0: Well, because you're. An amazing political activist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she was actually she was responding on Twitter to a, Out Magazine saying, "With activism as a key part of her drag, Nina West has raised over two and a half million dollars yeah, for amazing. local queer and Thank trans you. communities in Ohio. You live in Columbus, our yeah. first uh, our first affiliate was Columbus. We that's love
1: a, we love was. Columbus. We, well, that's a, well, we love you. Aww. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, yeah, I mean, people, I think uh, second guess a city in the Midwest, uh, especially yeah. in Ohio, as being a progressive hub and a, a place where." Uh, free thinkers come together to have conversation yeah. uh, that is uh, both enlightening and, and yeah. encouraging. But
0: I love what she said there and what she tweeted. She said, uh, in our house, we name a queen uh, of hearts, Nina West, and that is you. Thank you for being a relentless example of kindness, consciousness, compassion, and courage. Thank you for using your gifts to focus on voices plus issues that deserve all the shine and elevation in the world. Oh. That, like, made me cry, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially in Donald Trump's America, that that just kindness you know the way like you're you're t- interacting with kids and the way you're trying to just teach well we have the biggest bully in the world in the oval office right
1: yeah yeah i think wouldn't it be great if the person who can help uh, take him down to someone who's absolutely the opposite of that yeah, yeah. you know and then someone who can actually help change minds and change hearts is somebody who's who is the antithesis of Donald Trump? It almost sounds here. like
2: you're talking about somebody who's running for president.
0: <laughs> first, we'll have Mayor Pete, and then and then we'll have a drag queen. We'll yeah. be-
1: yes. right.
0: The, be the, state. Of, the state of the union will be late because it takes them three hours, three hours to, to, to do right their drag.
2: We don't we don't have, have chance to be first lady, so Nina West can be the Thank first lady. You. Thank That's you. Right.
0: <laughs> um, we were I, this is I, I this because our friend is obviously is it, it works on RuPaul. I, I did not know that you guys all make and sew all your own wardrobe mm-hmm. and do all your own hair and drag makeup. And well, it takes-
1: that's lib. That speaking of liberal, that's pretty. That's pretty generous. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I really don't. I actually sew very little. Um, my I because of how busy I've been and, and am, I usually don't do my own hair. Right. Um, I mean, i oh, of course have the skills to yeah. do it, but yeah. Um, at, even when you get to the stage of drag race. You are given only so much time to be able to prepare yeah. and get ready and to have things pretty much, um, get ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to also cultivate the skills of networking to help find people that are willing to help you out. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, your, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is, uh, it uh-huh. actually less terrifying than the actual. <laughs> <laughs> though terrifying uh, still, still
1: scary a little, so, she's
0: a little more over the top
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more personality there maybe
2: your smoky eye is much better thank yes. you thank you
1: i, mean, I wrote I, so I wrote that uh, that song about sarah huckabee and um i it was really important to me to get a michelle wolf reference in there because yes. I, I really love her so very much yeah. and which is really funny when we wrote the song about a week and a half later i was in uh, yellow springs ohio mm-hmm. which is uh the home of, 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 of Antioch College, and, and also Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle yeah. throws this, uh, this barn party every year, and I somehow scored a ticket to it, and Michelle Wolf was there, and I was trying to corner her and be like, I, have a, I wrote a song about you, and you're <laughs> in my song, I referenced you in my song. And um, I just had a moment of, again, I kind of get really stupid and I like, clam up when I meet somebody I really respect. Right. And I'm like, uh, I love you, and she just walked by. She's like, thank you. It was like just It was crazy, but... Yeah, I really I had to get that Michelle Wolf reference in there because of yeah. the correspondence Dinner. Right, she's great.
0: Yeah. Did you scream when you got the DM from Rihanna? Did I scream? Did to you sh- just like? <laughs> I like, just lip. I'm crying so much. I'm gonna need an umbrella.
1: Ella, Ella, a, a. Yeah, the thing with the I was on my phone and someone on Twitter, someone had said you just were followed by Rihanna, and I was like, oh, whatever. How do people even know? How did they? But people are always watching. Sure. Yeah. And so then I go to my Instagram and I look at uh, I look at my Instagram and I'm like, oh, there's nothing there. Let me just go ahead and just I'm gonna check my messages. Yeah. And in that moment, like a message from Rihanna had popped up. Yeah. And she couldn't have been more encouraging. I've not really shared with what she said because of, you know, it's pretty private. Sure. But she's been really amazing and uh, pretty supportive. And again, I think um just another incredible voice for uh for a lot of people who um don't always uh feel like they matter. So yeah. I just yeah. think she's great.
0: Yeah. Um, now, you have been a star fucker since you were 10.
1: Stop it. It's true. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, I learned by standing outside of stage doors. My grandmother trains me well.
2: <laughs> we
0: we seriously have a lot in common because I love this piece about how Nina West channeled her Republican childhood into queer activism. That is my dad who ran with Coldwater. That's
2: right. Right there. <laughs> and
0: I was a little junior dyke. <laughs> but, I mean, I love this story that you You were like knocking on doors at the age of 10, giving people voter cards for Republican candidates. It's true. It is true. I went to
1: every in my hometown in Stark County. I went to every single political dinner and fundraiser. I I attended. I went door to door with my parents and my grandfather. I mean, that's I mean, that's what is. Wow. How I was raised. But
0: Well, let's get to the star
1: fucking. So you went to the convention.
0: (laughs) First of all, you were you were with the Ohio Right to Life delegation. Wow. Well, so yeah, abortion a bit a hot topic for a ten year old gay boy. Well, of course, see right. So, so. I'm not going to be responsible for pregnancy.
1: <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no, I will not.
0: Hot topics.
2: <laughs> Breaking news. Um,
1: no, so I went with my grandfather, who was a delegate for the state of Ohio, and I and somehow he had another. Uh, event to go to and i got stuck with the ohio right to lifers <laughs> at some party um, party some mexican restaurant in houston texas right. where they were having some kind of gathering and celebration It's yeah. the first time i got drunk it was on sangria with doesn't well, that funny to you a 12 year old boy <laughs> is getting so drunk, random. Is getting drunk sangria. actually that sangria sounds like the most republican
2: thing you could do right to yeah. lifers they're <laughs> so like
1: yes we please basically all alcohol children, punch.
0: all children should live <laughs> But, Don't but so
2: get ran, him drunk
1: at twelve.
0: But you saw you. You said I love meeting people who I love. I've always been infatuated with celebrity for whatever reason. I'm a notorious star fucker. <laughs> I saw Bruce Willis and Barbara Bush, and so you walked up to to Bruce Willis, and when you and you were ten, and you asked for an autograph, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I followed him back behind uh, in the Astrodome. I followed him back behind. Uh, Kind of the rafters, and the security detail was so nice because, of course, I think I'm the only little gay boy probably on the floor. Right, it's like, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Willis, Willis, sign my name badge. That's really what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, and he was really, really nice. It was great. Well, Grinder has shown us that you are not the only gay boy
2: on the floor at the, uh, at the Republican <laughs> convention. We, as we're finding out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, technology. Talking talk <laughs> to you, Lindsay. Did you meet okay. Young Aaron Shock there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can we got briefly distracted. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cheeky. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump's a treasonous prick. Wait a minute, Aaron Shock's ass. Yeah, <laughs> there it
1: is. Uh, looks like he works out
0: yeah, a little bit but, and you, you must understand that at a, at a really like deep level just this sort of hypocritical homophobic gay republicans that that you know obviously you know that's you know they, they, they didn't process the way you processed, and right. now you're using your superpowers for good obviously yeah well i think you get you get a little lost
1: and confused as to kind of what direction you're supposed to go and 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 when you're when you're my age in the time period that this was, which is the, the 1992, right. gays didn't exist in the Republican Party. Yeah. You just weren't gay yeah. in the Republican Party. I don't even know if the log cabins were around then. Yeah,
2: they were. Were they? Yeah,
1: yeah. See, I'm see, I'm, that's log cabin, <laughs> <told>. log <laughs> cabin
0: Republicans. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? No, I
1: came <laughs> out in '94, and that's they their were, slogan. They were around. Then. Then. You said yes, yes. Yeah. I knew what they were. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a student. I'm a professional. I'm a woman Woman, and I shouldn't have to worry about walking alone, day or night. I've heard it all. Honey, give me a smile. Harmless cat calls? I never know. I carry Tiger Lady. It's a revolutionary defense tool that's based on one of nature's most efficient defenses, a cat's retractable claws. It weighs less than my phone and is designed to collect DNA. Tiger Lady is discreet and fits in my hand. And when I make a fist, claws come out like a real-life Wolverine. It's easy to use doesn't require training and is legal in all 50 states. Get your Tiger Lady today by going to TigerLady.com
2: today. Tiger Lady makes the perfect graduation gift to prepare her for the world ahead. Get Tiger Lady today for safety's sake at TigerLady.com. And for a limited time, get a pack of four at 15% off. Use the code GRAD and save an additional 20% off your entire order. Go to TigerLady.com. That's TigerLady.com. Tiger Lady, the ultimate gift of personal safety for any graduate.
0: Okay, here's the other thing we have in common is our shared love of Joanne Worley, which is I call it my happy place. Ah!
2: I love her. So She's called into the show a few times. My favorite
1: part. actually, <laughs> really, uh, yeah. I, worship yes. uh-huh. I worship her. I worship her. My
0: favorite part of RuPaul's Drag Race is Snatch Game, which I wish I had called this show Snatch Game. But- <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
1: don't know if it was I'd be taken. here today. Yeah. Taken.
0: <laughs> but this, so RuPaul like lost his shit. This is why you won, because you did Joanne Worley and Harvey Fierstein. Well,
1: here's the thing. I didn't win Snatch Game, and I should have. That's the thing. Yes. I was second in Snatch Game. Oh, okay, Game. sorry. It's no, no. I, no, it's a point of
2: contention for me. It's a. Okay. It's, it's, there are a lot funny. of points it's of contention a, involving a, you and Sookie. I mean, right, yeah,
1: we have these, we have, we have it's a running storyline for the season. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, so yeah, I wanted to take, I grew up watching laugh with my grandmother, and yeah. and um, so I was really familiar with Joanne Worley, and then um, Harvey Firestein was, uh, like, I think, the gay superhero, and I think he provided me a lot of education as yeah. a theater kid, mm-hmm. Uh, with what it meant to be a game yeah. man. And, and if uh, I had happy. only
0: met you, I I just sang "Inspiration" to Lily Tomlin at a karaoke party on Sunday. If we had had this taping <laughs> yeah. last week, oh we would have God. both gone and lost our shit <laughs> and asked her to bring Joanne. I'm Warland. just. I'm standing. I'm
1: sitting here I'm with you. I'm losing my shit <laughs> <laughs> for
2: for you. I'm like, oh Lily God. Tomlin has sat in that chair. Yeah, she has.
1: I have to get up. <laughs> and so I have to. <laughs> this is not real. Are so you? So has
2: Jane Fonda. I
1: can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is really unfair. And so has Bruce Lanch. Can't.
0: Who is who I'm is load up a ne- god?
1: Yes, who is the absolute? Absolutely. I don't know if anyone's funnier than Bruce Vilanch. No, oh my god! You're right?
0: Oh my god! I, his face. Because we all get asked this, right? Every time they go, like you know, what advice would you give to young, you know, Stephanie or you know, uh, young Andrew? <laughs> and Bruce Vilanch goes, oh, I wouldn't talk to young Bruce. He's not my type. <laughs> I wouldn't have talked to me. Um, you were just talking about this experience of being suddenly wildly famous. You so you went to Disneyland. You are a fan of the Disney princesses. You can. Of course. You can this is
1: probably like the, my like this is like my Achilles heel. Like Disney is it's like my it's my weak point. That's that, how you yeah. get me. He's this a Disney home. I'm. A, yeah, are you? I am big old Disney fag. Are you really? I am. Okay, yep. wait. Who's your princess? <laughs> um, you know what? I am kind of old school, so it'd be, probably be Aurora. That is really old. School. I know it's really old school. That's also like not a common. I choice. know. Is, I, is that why you pick her? Because no one does. You yeah, bad? I,
2: I think Aww. so. I mean,
1: it
0: was. She's, she's, <laughs> she's just. She's the, the sad. The g- entire movie. You she know nothing about her. <laughs> she's the sad. Please. She's the sad her. princess, <laughs> and no one picks for kickball. <laughs> but but like, she yeah, was exactly.
1: gorgeous.
2: But she was gorgeous.
1: Oh, so it's all looks. It is. I'm so shallow. I'm, shallow, shallow. I'm. I'm much. I'm a much more modern kind of. Who is your Disney princess? It's like Merida. Hello. Oh, she's cool. Merida from Brave. She's, she, yeah. she's uh-huh. like, she's badass. Might she uh-huh. My Disney were,
2: princess is Captain America.
1: I what? could get behind that. That's joke. America's ass. That is
2: America's <laughs> ass. Who is that? Who is that?
0: I thought you were going to say that's about that. Is that my ass? That's my ass. Yeah. That's, It's better now after Soul Cycle. <laughs> 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 I started feeding the right wolf. Uh-huh. And now, now it's better. <laughs> I mean, it's no Aaron Shock, but it's, you know. No. Um, wait. So I thought you were going to say frozen because I was told oh, I was, to ask you about so an ice off.
1: What is an ice off? Oh my God! Who, first of all, who told you to ask me about that? Bruin. Oh, wow. Hard to Didn't say. He, okay. Yes. So. Okay. So. FBI Smirnoff, background. This check. is like. Oh my, we're done. Now, you've done. You've done your research. you are <laughs> Dirty. In. Dirty people. Uh huh. Last thing I thought I'd be asked about is this. So it's a smear uh, ice challenge, which you better get endorsement from today. After this.
2: <laughs> right. So we usually drink at this. So if we would have, we would have. If it was in the afternoon, we would have had smear ice here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? And you would have kicked yes. all of our.
1: So you basically you crack open a Smirnoff Ice and the first one to finish wins. It's a chugging contest because oh. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, which is yeah. a, h- a huge college town. Uh-huh. Sure, binge drinking is it's not it's not just a, pastime, oh, it's oh, a I've way been, of life. I've been drunk in Columbus yeah. before <laughs> oh. I mean, I because true. I remember
0: we landed in a hailstorm. So <laughs> <You> said, <laughs> Guys,
1: damn it, give me some alcohol. And
0: I remember my co-host Kim <laughs> kept singing uh, Buddy Holly songs. I'm like, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> So believe me I hit the ground I was like <laughs> so, Yes
1: yeah, so You just chug it And the first one to finish wins It'd be really long term It's like
0: the, the, Yeah The repercussions oh, okay. of
1: diabetes Because you're going to be just I mean Yeah because yeah. it's all sugar Oh my god Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's like right. pure
1: It's, and it's we <laughs> Sugar and it alcohol we Alright we're going to
0: have to Have you back for a regular Happy hour <laughs> Yeah And invite a lot not of like Coffee happy hour I mean even Donald Trump Has not made me morning drink yet I mean I might get there But Yikes um, so I know I don't know why it's so weird. You have this idea that all the you know fabulous queens like you live in New York, but you you live in Columbus. I and, live in Columbus. Uh, yeah. My friend was saying the queens live all over the RuPaul in well, it's from RuPaul's huge. Drag Race. Drag is
2: huge in the South. That's like a whole different ballgame. So the South. yeah, so that's that that the
1: best part about it. Drag is like so regional. Yeah. So like wherever you go in the country, it yeah. really is kind of that town or city's kind of personality. And then you regionally have an identity, and so. you
0: make a living at it. Like I, my friend was telling you what, what you guys make, and I was like, "What the fuck, well, man? Well, tell me I what, picked t- the wrong. Tell me what they said we make, because <laughs> I would probably tell you I
2: don't <laughs> make You're it. You're like, <laughs> I need to raise my like, rate. What, yeah. am, <laughs> no, what am I
1: doing? What am I doing wrong?
0: Who is your, Depends on who your friend is. Is your friend RuPaul?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: there. I had uh, RuPaul on my late night show, and he, that was my favorite line of my entire, you know, failed late night show was a. Uh, i hugged you know i hugged and i was and i was like wow what are those made of i like touched his tits i was like what are those made of and he goes "Egg mcmuffins who's hungry (laughs) fantastic
1: fantastic
0: um so you i have to so you raised in greentown iowa graduated from denison university degree in theater me too Mm. usc Mm. um you plan to pursue acting until the September 11th attacks. What yeah. happened? What changed?
1: So I, was, I graduated in May 2001, and my goal was to move to New York City. So I was living at home. My parents had just moved to Columbus, Ohio. I was um, moved home after graduating college. I went to Denison University, which is right. a small liberal arts school mm-hmm. in uh, Granville, Ohio. Right. Um, Alumni include Jennifer Garner and Michael Eisner. You know, nice, mm-hmm. very proud. Jennifer Garner, I love her. Thank you. Man. Kodak moment with very me. Much mm-hmm. What? Just Go ahead. Just a Kodak moment. I know. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, so um, I moved home, lived with my parents, um, worked, got a job, and the intention was to move to New York City in October of 2001. 9/11 happened, and I just. I just got scared. Something just changed for me yeah. in that moment. Both of my parents, uh, at the time, worked for government, and I remember right. coming home that day and um, hearing uh, kind of the information that they were given and how scary it was for them. And it just, it just was also scary. And I know we all remember that right. it was such a scary, yeah, yeah living in it was such in a New scary York. time. Yeah, and I was so green, and I had no idea. Yeah. What I wanted, and I had no experience. I went from yeah. small town to small college to all of a sudden living in Columbus and having a little bit larger of an experience and more of a, a queer experience and a gay experience in nightlife, but just not having any experience really at all at life, and so that had scared me.
0: When did you? When did you know you were gay, and when did you come out? What was that? <sighs> oh my God, I knew I, I was gay. I love that your parents wanted you to be an attorney or whatever, so things turned out differently. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you know, same, yeah, very, very different. Um,
1: um, I think I knew I was gay maybe around the age of maybe 12
2: okay. um,
1: and kind of had that realization. I think it was seeing uh, an image of, I don't even, it may have been a cartoon. It may have been like Gaston, you know, something uh, yeah, that was uh-huh. very like hyper-masculine. I was yeah, like, Whoa. that's my Disney princess. <laughs> <Yeah>. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of having this hyper-masculine um, attraction to something that was really probably quite unattainable. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I didn't come out until I came out to... My friends in high school, but I didn't come out publicly, to really, to my family until my sophomore year of college.
0: Oh wow! And how how did that go?
1: Um, the circumstances with my coming out was really kind of uh, yeah. problematic. I was bullied uh, on my college campus. I was running for student government yeah. as an out gay college student um, on a really small, two thousand student population campus. Yeah. Um, And so I was harassed, and I was bullied, and had my life threatened, and. Uh, I was moved out of my um, dorm room and I moved into an all-girls dormitory uh, for safety for two weeks while they oh, tried wow. to figure out who was doing the harassing and bullying. I mean, like,
0: and that's where you learned hair and makeup.
2: That's okay. where I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, paradise.
0: yes. It was like the girls' bedroom in Greece. I mean, that all sudden, you, <laughs>
2: exactly. You took lemons and made them into lemonade. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Police Dr. Channing was there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't the same experience. She would, she would have uh, still been in
2: school at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like she still is in school.
1: Um, so um, yeah, so uh, so we waited for the uh, this kind of campus governance process to happen. And I was really naive at the time, and the college campus had really encouraged me not to really do anything publicly or file mm. any kind of um, oh, wow. like legal yeah. action against the university. And I was dumb and stupid and not including anybody in the conversation. Yeah, didn't tell my parents. And then I just realized that I had to tell my family, and so yeah. the night before the campus uh, judicial hearing, I called my mom and dad and told them told them that I was gay, and they were on campus the next morning. And despite our differences politically, yeah, um, they're still my parents, and so yeah. they were and they're pretty great at um, dealing with that moment. And yeah. then it's, so was
0: my family, and I I I spent so long thinking they were going to judge me that I really kind of judged them, Republican Catholic. I thought. Yeah. By the time I told him, you know, I, well, my dad actually had had passed already, but my mom, you know, she just like I was, of course, crying. It was a mess, and she was just like, "Oh, honey, why didn't you tell me?" Like it was that, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's things we imagine are going to be so horrible sometimes, or, or are yeah. not, huh? Yeah, you think
1: um, you definitely write it one way in your mind, yeah, and yeah. then and you allow for that story to then even get bigger and sometimes worse in your own head and sometimes there are instances where that does kind of take shape and take its own life and you were right your intuition and your instinct was right um in this moment that mine was wrong and my parents were great with it of course though i felt like we were reverting back a little bit and had to readjust as the process of my coming out and stages of yeah. Being gay to them, mm-hmm. right? Having a boyfriend, having the first boyfriend that I wanted to bring home, right. having um start doing drag. I didn't tell them I did drag. So this is two thousand and this is ninety nine. Well, that's, that's another phase. Oh, a whole nother another phase. Thing. I mean, it's like they gotta be another daughter. That's, I mean, it's that's like- your that's your next
0: book <laughs> and another thing, yeah, mom, and, and another thing. Exactly, right?
1: <laughs> but like the phases of coming out for for me were again, it was a it was a a process, and I think for everybody, but it was slow. Yeah, 99, 2012 was when they found out that I did drag. Um, and I don't know if that was because I had that waspy internal guilt. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> shame that we don't, let's not talk about things. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But.
0: Well, I, I, this is why I love that you're working, you know, with kids doing this new video, because let's just face it, all Republicans are horrible now. Our parents don't exist anymore. So. <laughs> no, they don't. But I mean, it's things have gotten so racist, sexist, homophobic, you name it, under Donald Trump that it, it's I feel like we're going backwards in everything. Right. I mean, it, it's. I mean, they just... What was the it they just said? The gay people can't adopt. They're trying to do that. They're yeah, trying I think to, Oklahoma. yeah, tr- No trans people in the military. I mean, just... It, it is endless. And so I love this uh, Drag is Magic, right, is the is the new EP. Yeah. Um, you're doing this, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire character. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, I, first of all, I don't get that. How come, like, lots of guys have dressed up, but is it because they're straight actors that it? Cause you're going... Yeah. Drag has been around forever. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Right, I mean,
1: Yeah. <laughs> So that's right I mean obviously it's super problematic because you want your kids to here you'll put them in front of a television and have Robin Williams educate them on what on right. on, on, their, on the concept of what heterosexual drag might be which is perfectly fine and viable right. but right. Um, the second a gay man uh, is in the same that same sphere, it's very difficult for um, people to negotiate it because everything to uh, a heterosexual cisgendered Republican counterpart is saying it's sexualized not right. all drag is sexualized yeah sure. Art, yeah, art. This art come. This art comes in many different forms. Right. Um. But oh, I personally have never identified with that. My, I don't. I and my own voice and my guys and how I want to deliver myself. It's much like I've always been childlike, the fun, yeah. the campy. Yeah. Oh no, um, I, I
0: love the uh, the video of uh, Drag's Magic and thank the little you. kids, and particularly your your horrible uh, peanut butter and jelly making <laughs> skills. <laughs>
2: Uh, Because, as a bad book, I also, I also, yeah, yeah, I also,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also love you cited Pee Wee's Playhouse and The Muppet Show as, uh, uh, influences, yeah, yeah, absolutely,
2: (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right. I mean, I mean, you have so the big influence is Miss Avon, right? So you have this super ultra feminine, right? Silhouette, yeah, really just, just perfect, and she's princess like, but then. The counter to that is Pee Wee and how rough around the edges he is and how goofy. And I, mean, they, I love that. I love yeah. the ridiculousness of that world and I think that Drag should have that and yeah. should be that. It should and be ridiculous and fun. I
0: often said that that has been the theme, basically, of Donald Trump and his whole campaign since the <laughs> yeah. beginning is I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. <laughs> I know you are, but I? Right? I It's his whole strategy now. Yeah. I'm not a traitor, I you're I a traitor. You are, I'm no puppet, no you puppet, you're the puppet. I know
2: you are,
0: <laughs> but what am I? And then every disaster is just, <laughs> I meant to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Huge. huge. Um, huge. Yeah, <laughs> I love what you said, though, about all of this. Drag is an opportunity for everyone, including and especially children, to reconsider the masks we're all forced to wear daily. Mm-hmm. Children are inundated with implicit in- imagery from the media about what is boy, what is girl. And I believe almost all kids are really less concerned about playing with a toy that's supposedly aligned to their gender, more concerned with playing with toys that speak to them. Um, and so, you, and you just said to all the little boys and girls who don't always see their unique selves reflected in other forms of media, who are being told they're too feminine, who are told they shouldn't want to play with that toy. I want this album to be where they feel silly, goofy, loved, and seen. And I, that's more important than ever now in Donald Trump's America, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because when you uh, when you're told that you have no value, and it's not just queer kids, it's it's uh, children of color, it's little girls. You know, it's I mean, it's a larger it's a yeah. larger uh, sound of like how. our our president is treating people who are different. And um, I think it's so important that someone, and and me, um, uses this ability and this platform that I've been given. What a tremendous gift I've been given to be on this show, to be exposed to millions of people around the world, and what an opportunity to show my authentic self and share something that I powerfully believe in.
0: And and you were talking about what a huge boost you've gotten. You know, as already an activist, um, tell us about what the the Nina West Fund. Obviously, you've raised a ton of money. Um, established at the Columbus Foundation in 2015, is thought to be the only drag queen supported fund of its kind in the U.S. You've raised two and a half million dollars. But for charities like the ACLU, think people. I mean, stuff that is really so important now in these like mm. daily battles we're fighting. With the Trump administration.
1: Right. So uh, in these dangerous times, I think someone should be a bright light. And so someone should have some con- something shining and saying, hey, don't worry. We got this. So the Nina West Foundation is trying to fulfill that gap and fill that role. It's based out of Columbus, Ohio, at the Columbus Foundation, right? Uh, which is a, a, a charity organization. And um, it's a tax-deductible uh, 501c3 organization. We have supported Planned Parenthood proudly. Yeah. Uh, the ACLU. Local organizations like the Kaleidoscope Youth Center, which services LGBTQIA youth. Yeah. Um, who are ch- who need a place to go after school Who might not have opportunity to be themselves For even that small hour yeah. Yeah. Uh, After school before they go home um, As well as um, The Susan G. Komen Foundation We really yeah. have Looked vastly and deeply into our audiences And Columbus, this is the truth about the great city That I'm from Columbus has long been a test market, right? For brands to come and yeah. go come try... The Stephanie
0: Miller Show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or like a double cheeseburger.
2: Right. Do you like this Same thing. Don't right. you? <laughs> so... Yeah, it, it always has been a well, test market. Well, it's like even our yeah. our friend who's also sat in the chair, Emilio Westvez, he just moved to Columbus. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Emilio Westvez lives oh, in God. Columbus. Oh, God. Don't
1: tell the Starfucker for God's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. Emilio, I'll find you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no matter what it comes.
1: Do you remember that movie he was in with the truck that was alive? What was that movie? It, were, uh, uh, no.
2: No. <laughs> No, it was uh, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum overdrive. Oh. Do you remember yeah. that? I do. I, I saw it, it in the theater.
1: terrified me as a kid, but it was, I loved it. See, yeah. I've got, an awful I got movie. a point for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I could do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Emilio, I remember this moment when yeah. you terrified me, but I love you. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, I'm there, the only yeah. person I think that's ever had the balls to ask him about Paula Abdul. Straight up, tell me, do you really think it was going
2: to last forever? <laughs> no, no, no. What did he say? I was trying to book her oh. for this show, Stephanie. <laughs> she's the Grand Marshal of, of, of LA West Hall, or she's performing at L.A. Pride. Yeah. <sighs> all so right, much for that right. So a free much for that concert book. yeah so much for that booking yep. oh. oh well you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one up again <laughs> way to go
0: <laughs> um i love the way uh yeah you were you, you have been uh, called the season's heart and soul uh i mean what do you think it is that struck a chord with people everyone from aoc to rihanna to i mean it just is uh
1: i think we're all tired of hearing the same shit and not really being present enough to stop and be told that we have value and we're worthy and that's an okay thing to say i don't know when it became in the last decade to turn ourselves off to kindness and and say that nice being nice or leading with n- kindness is a mm-hmm. bad thing it's mm-hmm. weak and it's weak to be uh, kindness is
0: making a comeback well i mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you yeah. I mean, oh please hardly but <laughs> i want <laughs> but you know i'm, I'm trying i'm also not some pollyanna right like i mean i'm Someone who has done this work for years, and I've had my—I've been knee deep in piles of shit, trying to fight for what's right and for the best of our community. And so it's not—this isn't—this isn't isn't some Pollyanna approach where someone's going to oh, well, she's she's just naive and stupid and has no idea of what the real world is like. I think actually, I'm so tired of how I've been treated, and I'm so tired of how people perceive me that I think it's okay for me. I'm just. Dealing with this yeah. in a very different
0: approach. And it, kindness doesn't mean, like, I still feel like you could, you know, put a stiletto in a bitch's eye if you had to. Oh, girl.
1: <laughs> I mean, like a ninja.
0: <laughs> Look out. <laughs> So, <laughs> reading an interview, you were asked uh, who you like in 2020. You said uh, Kamala, me too. My mm-hmm. Kamala girl. Uh, Mayor Pete. Uh, you said well, Joe Biden just... This boy, you're just like any carbon-based life I form. Yeah, <laughs> like anything not that's not
1: Donald Trump. Um,
0: <laughs> no, I think
1: it's too early right now. I think it's really important to listen and to be present and to, to stand at people's uh, uh, and how they're presenting themselves and, and, and what they're telling us their platforms are and who's going to be really the guy or the girl, the right. woman, the man to take uh, this uh, next election.
0: Elizabeth um, Warren, love her. Do you love yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and it, what do you think about the whole Mayor Pete? I mean, I, we, I, we just think he's so sort of thoughtful and uh, in a way that we haven't seen sort I of in politics. T- but he's I, the, the, he, there was even that debate about oh, is he gay enough?
2: <laughs> I, I, that that shouldn't even enter the conversation.
1: I think it's again, it's like. We sometimes, what's that mean? Is he gay enough? It's kind of, it's almost like, uh, uh you know, is he black enough? Is he? Yeah. Uh, you know, I. What is good enough? Well, Kamala Harris has gotten that. She's not black enough. Well, you and, know and Obama, I got yeah. Obama got that too. Obama got that. I don't understand what that means. I don't know how you how you say. Here's my card proving yeah. I indeed have. Right. <laughs> yeah. Taken I, I, it up the yeah. ass so, this many times. Some so. Republicans have said that they want. Evidence that uh, Pete is. Do we gay. need a
2: punch card like ten, and you get the, the I, next one free?
1: Well, I mean, I guess he can produce that evidence once we get those uh, those, those tax reports. I, sw- I think we can, t- <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> ah, ah, I mean, ah, ah, I mean, it's it's always. We need for your,
0: your homo certificate, please. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just wow there's so many i mean this is the most research we've ever done on any human because you have just so many sort of
2: well yeah you made a huge splash this year this was like and everyone cared about you everyone loved you well you know
1: here's the thing though my storyline on the show was seemingly really really faint you know that first episode was really questionable and i think that my run on the show could have been problematic of course when i got home nine months ago I knew how it all ended I didn't know how it was going to look to the viewing right. audience yeah. mm-hmm. so I knew that first episode was awful I made a dress that looked like crap it was terrible It was. Little, I called it the pimple dress and I was like this is how people and people couldn't connect to me but for the first three episodes people were, just, were not. I like the
0: mushroom hat dress except it reminded me of Trump's dick so then it was uh, <laughs> that was sparkly like, uh, you really think it's that uh, dressed up and that,
1: no, that no. showstopper <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> I his think is, that's why he has to pay for sex this um, is guilty, though you know it, <laughs> but you know, so like you know like it, I just didn't think people would connect to me. I just didn't think they would resonate uh, with a forty year old gay man from Columbus, Ohio who seemingly was nothing like the the previous winner of the season Aquaria yeah. who is like really the antithesis of Nina West skinny <laughs> beautiful yeah.
0: model yeah. that's not me yeah um it's your partner that started the uh you y- y- um Nina Westfund though, said if you encounter him, you establish a friendship within minutes. He has a unique gift to connect with anybody. And that's what I think it is. And, it, you know, it's it, that's one of the things. Like when you see people screaming at these Trump rallies, you're like, I, have we just lost our ability to connect with other people? I mean, we've as lost human our, beings. We've lost
1: our ability to talk to one another, for sure. We've lost yeah. our ability to uh, not shut down if we disagree with someone you know like i or, or that's what we yeah. do we do shut down if we disagree with somebody rather than just kind of sitting there going where is this where is this person coming from it's not that i believe that we have to find commonality to talk to the other side right. i really don't know what i have in common with someone who is a racist homophobic uh bigot I, right. you know and i don't know where i can come together on that on that on those talking points but i do think with people who are uh, concerned about their fiscal their fiscal future I think they need to really step back and say, but what's more important—civil human decency, right. or uh, uh, financial stability for for your 401k? I
0: don't, you know, and, I just—and talk about your your own evolution. I was just reading this one part. There was a time he despised drag when he believed that drag queens were all prostitutes, drug addicts, and were an embarrassment to the gay community. You said how wrong I was. I was drag young. saved my life. Truly I was saved young. my life. Yeah. You know, I grew I, up in a Republican. I was house. grew up in a Republican yeah.
1: household. My interac- my first interaction with a drag queen was was uh, these. Other than Mrs. Dalfrey, were the depictions that you would see in film or television about right. these crackhead drug drug dealing drag queens, right. rather than you know um, and disease ridden, uh, you know, yeah. ho- n- like n- the bad stereotypes that we all grew community. up with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they used like, to vilify gay people. Yeah, for years. like you're told you, this is what you're told, and I think that has been such an left such an indelible mark on gay men of my generation, mm-hmm. yeah. who, are, who are have still have so much shame
2: who carries shame with them. It was like that until RuPaul hit the scene and became a national celebrity. It was celebrity. even after RuPaul. That's correct. Because I remember like showing a friend of mine like in like the late 90s when her first album came out. Uh-huh. i was like, that's not, a dra- that's not a woman. Or that's not a man. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's when that's-
1: I bought the single, not knowing, and I was, again, probably maybe 14 years you old. You better work. No, yeah, yeah. Supermodel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I bought the first, I had no idea that, and it was a chart-topping Absolutely. song. I had no idea that it was a man. No yeah. clue, because on the cover album... It's this beautiful black woman with right. this gigantic white hair.
2: Statuesque. St- 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 stunning. You think it's
1: looking like Naomi Campbell. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're right. She has changed how people
0: view the art form. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend Aisha Tyler says that she used to be mistaken for RuPaul.
2: (laughs) RuPaul! Shut up! I am not RuPaul! (laughs)
1: Do you think that was when she was on Friends? Probably. (laughs) Probably, Uh, (laughs) yes.
2: Not all statues, black women look alike. But this, I mean, just... men! (laughs)
0: Right. Your whole evolution, though, and then into activism, I just, I mean, this part made me cry because of his efforts. Children with disabilities are able to kayak at summer camp. Parents are able to live close to their sick children while they're hospitalized. Families who can never afford a trip Disney World have been sent there for free. Women with disadvantages trying to make it in the workforce have a nicer dressing room to try on professional attire. Um You know, I feel, I've said this often, haven't we, that we feel like this is the only way we're going to take this country back, is like one act of kindness at a time. Like one sort of, you know, connection with a loved one at a time. I mean, my mom and brother are still Fox News watching Trump voters, but she's my mom, she's 96, and she's just, just diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And, you know, like, I I love her, and so you know. I know some people. We just don't really talk politics anymore. But but it. But again, you know, you you just think like those are all human beings. They're our friends and our family members that we have to. And it just, I just, I love the way you're you're influencing the dialogue.
1: Well, you know, I think Stephanie, that's what resonates with when I hear you talk. I mean, that is my story. And you know, I don't. My mother and I really have to avoid talking about politics because she gets so heated and so invested. And yeah. equally, I get that passion from yeah. her. And yeah. I understand that. And, like, it's painful to me to go home at Thanksgiving and want to talk and have open and candy conversations about the things that are important to me and that I love and yeah. it just can't happen. Does she and, say
0: things like, I see that communist AOC likes you?
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, mom? Mom, inside that you? You had her call in. How sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my brother calls my her a little God. bartender from the...
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, the, it's this... And that's, again, it's this condescension that we have to get past. It's the condescension that we're not, wor- that they feel like we're not worthy enough or, because we come from a different stock or a different ide- a yeah. set of ideals. And
0: first of all, isn't that the Republican American dream? That she's in Congress now? Yeah. She and came sh- from nothing and, and was she a she did letter? it? And yeah. she did it?
1: Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, not, isn't that kind of the ideal? Well, it yeah. used to be the ideal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not any longer. No, exactly. Tell us about uh, Andrew. Um, I feel like we're in like a Batman or like a, a Superman Clark Kent thing, single. because you are not currently in drag. <laughs> most people are, are only In the theater of the minds right now, yeah. <laughs>
2: you're wearing that rainbow outfit that you wore.
0: <laughs> yeah, close your eyes.
1: I'm wearing a lacy top.
0: <laughs> no, I did ask. I'm like, am I supposed to call him Andrew or Nina? And, or?
2: and Chris is do the, the sugar cast. cane hat on. Yes, Chris yeah. is wearing sugar canes out there right
1: now. Oh, too. you look gorgeous. Yeah. Hearts, hearts, here we go, hearts.
0: But what, uh, do you have a partner? What's your life like? No, in I'm Columbus? single. I am, oh, uh, yeah. hello. Single AF. Hello. A- single. Boys. All the AF. <laughs> Someone needs to bring all the boys to the I yard know. in Columbus. No, I'm uh, going to be on the road too much,
1: so oh, just come to my to city near you. Aw, you would be a fantastic
0: husband. I mean, you know, it's just that's what we're all looking for, right? Your yeah. kind of kindness and gentleness, and
1: yeah, it's very sweet of you to say, if you can say it to the right person, preferably Chris Hemsworth. Really. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> oh, no, First, I mean, no. who's yours? Who's yours? Who's yours?
2: Who's, yours? Uh, I, who's my? I'm, I'm, crush. I'm. Oh, I'm you're, married. Oh, you're so married, so you don't dream. You don't uh, Chris Evans. Let's go Chris Evans.
1: Oh, Evans. That is America's ass, Captain and of...
2: also total liberal.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Total
2: hardcore liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's and go. With, let's go with Chris Evans. Hardcore
1: liberal with a hard ass. Yeah, bounce quarters, and he's got
2: a gay brother.
1: Yes, he does. Yeah,
2: you just—you've yeah. got all the got, talking points. You are ready covered, for this I, question. Yeah,
1: and it's America's <laughs> ass,
2: and it's America's ass. How about you? I mean, just probably th- Chris Maloney.
1: Uh-huh. I met. Oh my god, can I tell you this story? Sure. So we were doing. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Uh, they filmed a movie with Christopher Maloney and John Travolta at uh, the gay bar that I work at in Columbus, Ohio. Really? Oh. I forget what the movie is called. Um, but it went straight to DVD. Okay. Um, but it was this was like two years ago, and the interesting. No, was it the
2: John Gotti movie was it?
1: No, it was like um, a. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. But um, but I I I met Christopher Maloney outside because oh. I like oh, a God. Star, that I am I am the star I, I told you I'm a star fucker I stood right. outside of the nightclub that I've worked at for 18 years waiting to meet him and he came out and he could have been more more nice and then John Travolta came around <gasps> the corner. Oh. What? what? <laughs> That's what they said when they were trying to get to that next level, that Scientology skill. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Where they're trying to cross the bridge. Are, you, yeah. Are
0: you being suppressive and glib? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This, am I at the Scientology Center right now? Um, it's, it's a few blocks from here. I know it <laughs> is. Yeah, of I know, you're about. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. Oh, but no, I, I went to go say hello to John Travolta, and I was cut off at the no. pass Ooh. by a, a few of his... Scientologist friends. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Handlers. That'll happen. Yeah. Sure will
0: come handlers. Yeah. People with the tranquilizer guns. <laughs>
2: I think the movie you're thinking of is called I Am Drag Rat. tween oh 10 my o'clock. God, that's it. How,
0: that's it. That, that's yeah. That. Google. Yeah.
2: Google. You're really quick
0: Were they talking into their wrist going, Drag tween 10 o'clock? out, queer man, queer <laughs> man. <laughs>
2: Don't let the queers so, near Travolta. So, so, so he might com- be char- okay. Com- we have got to.
0: We are the Stephanie Miller show is now on a mission, Travis. We have got to get Nina West married. Can you imagine the bridesmaids? <laughs> all no! RuPaul's queens. RuPaul, of course, will officiate. I can be the flower girl. Bruce I mean,
1: has to write the vows. I, yes, I, yeah. we actually, will do a
0: double wedding with me and Jennifer Garner, who I know is straight, but you,
2: you dropped her name, so let's. just... Get <laughs> as long as we're fantasizing, I, w- I would actually rather have Michelle massage. Officiate the wedding. Oh, she would be oh, so yeah.
1: fantastic, Good. and she would say to
2: your husband, "If you ever fuck with her, I will take you down."
1: <laughs> she will lecture him. Yeah, she, would, yeah, she would, and she'd probably read read his look on wedding day. Yeah, and correct it really quickly and say, "But we're here for love." Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Nina West, I am uh, no AOC. I am just a little no, old lady that does are. fart jokes in my basement. And but uh, this has been such a thrill and an honor, yeah. and a pleasure, and I hope you will come back. I mean, now that I know you're such a star fucker. I mean, we can assemble a party that'll make oh him God. shizzle himself, yeah, right? Yeah, be in
2: town. Let us Judy, know. Oh, don't
1: say that, because I will I will be here. I'll be knocking on your garden door.
0: Oh, it'll be like That's laughing. That's not like a sexual It'll be like laughing. Let's oh, who's that? Thing. Who's that, Nina? Oh, look, no, Joan Hurley's here. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just the guest list of the party she was at on Sunday. Yeah. Who was there on Sunday? Leslie Ann Warren,
0: Liz, Lily
1: Tomlin, Stop. You came Jane Leslie Jane Warren. Judy Tenuta. Oh. I think Leslie Ann Warren was the first time that I realized that I could you could be fabulous and not still fall in love with a woman I, the, from Clue. Right. like I' just oh was, yeah right she, as Miss Scarlett she was yep. so fabulous Everyone loves to me her. but I couldn't I, understand why I didn't love her because she was like pure sex Walking yeah, in that right. room I've
0: never not uh, Run into her and said Pookie I'm horny <laughs> 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 Nina West uh, I, f- I forget your Clark Kent name Andrew Levitt. Alright Whatever <laughs> She's Nina <laughs> West Thank you honey What a pleasure no, happy- Thank you What an honor oh, Me too Happy happy hour yeah, yeah, It's you. the happiest Woo! hour ever Hey, this is Randy Rhodes, host of the Randy Rhodes After Hours podcast. If you love this episode, you're going to love the whole show. Every week we talk about everything that matters to you from our future as a democracy to our existence on this here planet. Find it all at sexyliberal.com on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts.